0: Bengaluru Commute Podcast Powered by Spooler Welcome to the Bengaluru Commute Podcast Your only companion on the streets of Bengaluru Bengaluru Local News For today, the 12th of July, let's begin with updates from the city Karnataka Deputy Chief Minister D.K. Shivkumar announced that former Congress President Sonia Gandhi is expected to attend the upcoming opposition party meeting in Bengaluru on July 17th and 18th in protest against Rahul Gandhi's disqualification from the Lok Sabha, the Congress party will hold a silent protest at Freedom Park. The meeting is in preparation for the 2024 Lok Sabha elections. In other headlines, Karnataka CM Siddaramaiah accused the BJP-led central government of halting rice supply to the state, calling it anti-poor politics. He recently launched the direct cash transfer under the Anna Bagya scheme Expressing frustration that the government wouldn't provide rice for free, Rs 170 each is now directly transferred to 4.42 crore beneficiaries accounts, allowing them to afford two meals a day and live comfortably. In some more news, the state government has given approval to the Bruhat Bengaluru Mahanagara Palike to initiate tenders for the revival of Indira Canteens. The project will be divided into 8 packages, one for each BBMP zone to ensure better service quality. The BBMP requires Rs 31 lakhs per day to operate 200 canteens providing subsidised breakfast, lunch and dinner. Tenders will be floated in the next few days. Up next, the BBMP conducted a stray dog census which helped determine the efficacy of the animal birth control programme that had been operational since 2019. The census activity was conducted in randomly selected 1,360 microzones and was undertaken by a team of 100 officials led by experts from the National Institute of Veterinary Epidemiology and Disease Informatics. Now on to other news. Heavy rainfall has caused waterlogging and flooding in parts of Bengaluru. The Bengaluru City Traffic Police shared visuals of flooded streets and resultant traffic congestion on social media. Traffic advisories were issued in affected areas, with the police urging drivers to use alternate routes. Commuters are facing significant delays, with one Twitter user sharing a picture of a traffic jam in the Domlur area, lasting for over 20 minutes. Moving on, the Bengaluru Traffic Police's removal of street vendors from certain areas to reclaim footpaths has drawn condemnation from activists. As part of the drive, each of the 48 city police stations cleared a stretch of footpath along main roads, removing encroachments and illegally parked vehicles. However, activists argued that this action violated the Street Vendors Act by removing street vendors without consulting the vending committee. Meanwhile, the opening of three new reaches in the past two years has led to an increase in Number Metro's patronage by over 1 lakh passengers. Before the pandemic, 4.8 lakh passengers used Metro services. In 2021, the BMRCL opened around 14 kilometres of new lines, including extensions on the Green Line and Purple Line. The extension from KR Purim to Whitefield was opened in March 2023. These additions have resulted in a 25% surge in daily passenger traffic. On a different note, Ola, India's largest mobility platform and a prominent global ride-hailing company has officially launched its Prime Plus service in Bengaluru. This decision follows the successful trial program in select areas of the city. Ola plans to introduce the same service in other metro cities later this month. The Prime Plus service offers customers an exceptional ride-hailing experience with professional drivers guaranteed rides without cancellations, and hassle-free operations. National news. Moving on to the national news. The Supreme Court declared the extensions of the term given to Enforcement Directorate Chief Sanjay Mishra as illegal. However, Mishra has been permitted to continue in his position until July 31st, 2023. The Court was addressing petitions challenging the third extension granted to Mishra by the Centre in November of the previous year. Meanwhile, following heavy rainfall in Delhi and Gurugram, the Delhi Traffic Police issued a traffic advisory for several areas. Vehicular movement was restricted near the Iron Bridge in Gandhi Nagar as the Yamuna River exceeded the danger mark. A road collapse near India Gate also caused traffic disruptions. Additionally, water logging led to restricted vehicular movement at the Pragati Maidan Tunnel. In more news, passengers at Hyderabad's Rajiv Gandhi International Airport faced mounting tension as the SpiceJet flight bound for Tirupati encountered a delay exceeding two hours. The airline attributed the delay to a technical glitch in the aircraft. Originally scheduled for a 6 a.m. departure, SpiceJet's SG2696 flight finally took off at 8.20 a.m. and landed at Tirupati airport an hour later, significantly behind its intended arrival time. Shifting our focus, according to reports, Air India's new management under the Tata Group has finalised a new branding plan that will see the iconic Maharaja mascot taking a backseat. Executives familiar with the matter did not provide specific details, but mentioned that the rebranding, which includes a new logo, livery and tagline, is likely to be announced next month. The Tata Group has enlisted McCann World Group India, led by Prasoon Joshi, to enhance the airline's branding. International news. Turning our attention to international news. As per the UN data, India is the most populous country in the world with 1,428.6 million people, closely followed by China with 1,425.7 million. The United States ranks third with a population of 340 million, followed by Indonesia, 277.5 million and Pakistan, 240.5 million. Nigeria occupies the sixth spot, with a population of 223.8 million, while Brazil is 7th with 216.4 million. In ongoing news, Geeta Rao Gupta, an Indian American, was sworn in as the Ambassador-at-Large for Global Women's Issues in the State Department by U.S. Vice President Kamala Harris. Gupta, who was confirmed by the U.S. Senate in May, aims to address the inequities and challenges faced by women worldwide, such as threats to safety, violence and limited economic participation. In a recent development, Turkish President Erdogan has granted approval to Sweden's NATO bid after a year-long delay. Despite previous accusations against Sweden regarding the presence of Kurdish terrorist groups, Erdogan's approval appears to come with conditions. He has requested that the EU revive Turkey's membership bid in exchange for granting approval to Sweden. In some other news, in response to a significant surge in cases of Guillain-Barre syndrome, a rare neurological disorder, Peru declared a 90-day national health emergency. The country has witnessed an unusual rise, with 165 reported cases and 4 deaths attributed to the disorder. Peru had previously issued an alert on June 27 regarding the increasing number of cases. Guillain-Barre syndrome is characterized by the immune system attacking the nerves, causing tingling sensations, weakness and potential paralysis. Business news. Let's now look at some business stories. Tata Group, India's largest conglomerate, is nearing a deal to acquire the factory of Apple supplier Wistron in Karnataka. This move would establish Tata as the first Indian manufacturer of iPhones. The potential acquisition of Wistron's facility is reportedly valued at over $600 million. It is worth noting that Tata already manufactures the metal backbone of iPhones at its factory in Tamil Nadu, according to reports. In more business news, Foxconn, after withdrawing from a semiconductor production joint venture with Vedanta in India, stated that it is in the process of submitting an application for the modified program for semiconductors and display fab ecosystem. The company affirmed its commitment to India. Regarding the termination of the joint venture, Foxconn acknowledged that both parties recognize the project's lack of progress. Next up, Uber's Chief Financial Officer Nelson Chai is reportedly planning to depart from the ride-hailing company. This marks the exit of the most senior executive since 2019. Chai has allegedly informed CEO Dara Khosrowshahi about his departure plans, although the timing is yet to be decided. An Uber spokesperson declined to comment on any potential career decisions of executives during the company's quiet period. Moving on, Hulihan Loki's inaugural report reveals that the business enterprise value of the Indian Premier League has surged by 80%, reaching $15.4 billion in 2023, compared to $8.5 billion in 2022. The IPL standalone brand value now stands at $3.2 billion. The report attributes this increase in valuation to the recently signed media rights deal with Viacom 18 and Disney Star, covering the period from 2023 to 2027. In market news for July 12th, the Sensex gained 314.21 points, or 0.48%, reaching 65,658.38, while the Nifty rose by 95 points, or 0.49%, to reach 19,450.90. Among the stocks, 1,798 showed advancement, 1,431 experienced a decline, and 106 remained unchanged. The Indian rupee strengthened as the U.S. dollar declined overnight, and global markets displayed an increased appetite for risk. Entertainment news. Over to news from the entertainment world. Actor Deepika Padukone was seen departing from Mumbai ahead of her film Project K's debut at the San Diego Comic Con. In the clip shared on Instagram, Deepika was seen stepping out of her car and heading towards the terminal gate. She smiled at the paparazzi and posed briefly before entering the terminal. Project K will be the first Indian film to premiere at the SDCC, scheduled in a week's time. In news from Hollywood, in a recent episode of Jay Shetty's On Purpose podcast, actor Tom Holland revealed that he has been alcohol-free for almost a year and a half. He initially participated in the dry January trend last year, intending to abstain from drinking for a month. However, he struggled with the desire for alcohol throughout and realised he had an alcohol problem. Consequently, he extended his commitment to sobriety. Meanwhile, in some news from regional cinema, filmmaker Vignesh Shivan expressed admiration for the film Jawan, starring his wife Nayantara alongside Shahrukh Khan, and also praised the film's director Atlee. Vigneshivan commended Attlee for his Bollywood debut, mentioning the international appeal and the tremendous effort and hard work involved. He also acknowledged music composer Anirudh's contribution. Additionally, he praised actor Vijay Setupati, who also stars in the film. In sports news, in his debut at Wimbledon 2023, world number one Carlos Alcaraz advanced to the quarterfinals. The 20-year-old Spaniard secured a victory over Italy's Matteo Berrettini ranked 38 in the world in the round of 16 Alcaraz won the match with a score of 3-6 6-3 6-3 6-3 He is set to face Denmark's Holger Rune ranked 6th in the world in the quarter finals In some uplifting news the 132nd Durand Cup football competition scheduled to be held in Kolkata, Guwahati and Kokarajhar, features 24 teams divided into six groups. Defending champion Bengaluru FC is placed in Group C with popular Kerala teams, Kerala Blasters and Gokulam Kerala, along with the Indian Air Force. Kolkata will host three groups and the final at Vivekananda, Yuba Bharati, Krirangan, while Guwahati and Kokrajhar will host other matches. Wrapping up sports news. Ticket prices for the ODI World Cup 2023 matches at Kolkata's Eden Gardens have been revealed. Upper tier seats for India South Africa and semi final matches will be priced at Rs. 900 rupees, while D and H block tickets will cost 1500 rupees. For C and K blocks, the price will be 2500 rupees, and for B and L blocks, it will be 3000 rupees. Switching gears to local events, there are many events ongoing and upcoming in Bengaluru this week. Catch the insanely funny Ashish Solanki in his latest stand-up comedy special, Good Boy, Better Show. Performing live at the IndieCube Ashford Parkview, Koramangala 3rd Block on the 15th of July at 5pm and 8pm. Don't miss this hilarious ride. Attention art enthusiasts, head to Hotel Royal Orchid on the 15th and 16th of July at 11am for a captivating art exhibit, Landscapes, by renowned artist Kanchan Ratna. Experience the beauty of human life portrayed through stunning artwork. But that's not all. This event carries a charitable purpose. 50% of the proceeds from art sales will be donated to Jeeva Ratni Foundation. Don't miss this meaningful exhibition. But wait, there's more. Enjoy a night out with the best of Berlin techno, Faze Fatal. Live in concert at the Kalinga Hall 1, the Lalita ashok on the 16th of July at 7 pm. Been stressed a lot lately? Join an exclusive meditation circle, Embracing Self Love, conducted by the city's experts at Lahe Lahe on the 15th of July at 2 pm. You can also catch Ace Funny Man. Akshay Srivastava in his latest special, performing live at Just Bangalore Brigade Road on the 16th of July at 5.30pm. Bengaluru weather. In a general weather update, Bengaluru experienced a sudden downpour this week, with some areas witnessing light continuous drizzle and others receiving moderate rainfall. The IMD predicts cloudy weather and light to moderate rainfall for the next couple of days too. And finally, the weather in Bengaluru On the 12th of July, expect rainy weather and thunderstorms in the afternoon. Minimal precipitation is predicted. The highest temperature will reach a moderately hot 28 degrees Celsius, while the lowest is a pleasant 20 degrees Celsius. The maximum heat index, accounting for humidity, is estimated at a tropical 31 degrees Celsius for calm winds and shaded locations. That's all for now on the Bengaluru Commute Podcast for today. I'm Anupama. If you enjoyed this episode, please do follow me on your favorite podcast and player and leave a rating and a review as well. It helps other listeners to discover the show and I would just really appreciate it. Even better, if you know someone who would enjoy the podcast, share it with them. Make your commute truly extraordinary. The Bengaluru Commute Podcast skill is now available on Alexa. All you have to do is download the skill from your Alexa app and look for the Bengaluru Commute Podcast. The Bengaluru Commute Podcast. Powered by Spooler.